Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Kennard Levy-Brown speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical Instructional Program or podcast. We've been on the air for 12 years since 2007, and hopefully this will be just 15 minutes, uh, or actually 13 minutes now and 35 seconds. I'm going to address something that I think, <clears throat> matter of fact, <clears throat> excuse me, I know is major confusion in Christianity, the two billion uh, people who profess to believe in Jesus or Yeshua, that's his Hebrew name. So who is a believer in Jesus according to the Bible? Again, many people think that they are, but when we take a look at the Bible, uh, it's a different story altogether. And so let me quote this scripture from Paul. Because we need to know who's an unbeliever and who is a believer, according to this scripture, which he actually took from other scriptures from the Old Testament. And so, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Well, actually, not that part, but the the rest of the part here he did. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? So, the Bible defines righteousness as, in Deuteronomy 6, verse 25, all the commandments, all of his commandments, not just some of them, all of them. And then also in Psalm 119, 172, it tells you that all of his commandments are righteousness. And so so that's the contrast. You have righteousness, which symbolizes all of his commandments, and then unrighteousness, which symbolizes the total opposite of not wanting to keep all of his commandments. And what communion have light with darkness? You receive the Holy Spirit and you maintain the Holy Spirit by having the desire to want to keep all of his commandments, as I'm going to show you today. If you don't have any desire to want to do everything that he stated in his word, then you will lose that Holy Spirit. It will be quenched. And what concord has Messiah with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? Okay. And what agreement has the temple of Yodevahe or God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So you're not going to be his people unless you have a desire to want to obey him completely, according to the knowledge you have, of course. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, says the master, and touch not the unclean thing. In this context, it's not talking about unclean meats. It's talking about human beings that are unclean because of what they are thinking. And also, quite frankly, most human beings, actually all human beings, were born with being unclean because we have all, uh, or our descendants, have eaten unclean meats, all right? And I will receive you and will be a father unto you, and you shall be 
my sons and daughters, says the master. Okay? And so we need to know the difference between a believer and an unbeliever. All right? So I, I did some studies here. And the Greek word that is used uh, for unbeliever in this scripture is apostos, and it means without trust. In other words, they don't have faith. All right? And, and in James chapter 2, it states that if you don't have any works, then you don't have any faith. Faith and works go hand in hand. And so uh, what are the works that we are supposed to do? Well, let's take a look at um, first, actually not first John, John chapter three, John chapter three, verse six, uh, actually let me start in verse um, 15. And so John 3, verse 15 states that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we need to understand uh, what do we need to do to believe him? Uh, the, the Greek word for this is pistyoho. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's P-I-S-T-Y-O-O-O. Pistuyo. And it means to have faith and trust. Now, the, the Hebrew equivalent, as I found out with faith, is um, we're going to go to that here in a minute. But let me just read this. Uh, ver- John 3, verse 16. This is a famous scripture that's read. Um, and then you see the signs on a football game and so forth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So let's. And then they stop there and they don't read the rest of it. So in verse 17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, who, who in the world is going to be saved? Those who are repent, of course. Verse 18, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. So, so what does all this mean? Let's, let's, we're going to continue on and let the scriptures interpret itself. So, and this is the combination that light is coming to the world. Light is defined in John chapter one as the Messiah. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Oh, okay. So this has something to do with works or deeds, right? So God is going to judge us based on what we do. And so that violates the soupy gospel that's being preached by most of the two billion assemblies out there or churches where they say grace is all that, that matters. Grace, 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 you know, and then they don't understand. Uh, this scripture in Titus chapter 3, I think it's Titus chapter 2, verse 11, it says, For the grace of God that, that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying all ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly and righteously. And what is righteousness, right? Keeping all of his commandments. So grace empowers us. Even in the scriptures, even talk about the spirit of grace. Grace empowers us to obey him. It doesn't do the opposite. It discourages us from obeying all of his commandments. And so back to John, John chapter 3. Um, verse 20, for everyone that does evil hates the life. And so you have people out there, whether they realize it or not, when they don't want to obey him completely, they're hating the Messiah. All right. Uh, neither comes to the life. 
that not his deeds should be reproved, uh, and that means uh, convicted, rebuked, or corrected. Verse 21, but he that doeth truth. Now, what is truth? Truth is defined in the Bible as all of God's instructions. In Psalm 119, uh, 142, it says that. And in John 17, verse 17, look these scriptures up. It states, thy word is truth, as he was praying to the Father. So all, the entire Bible is the truth, all right? And all of his instructions and commandments. But he that doeth truth. So you have to do it truth. You have to obey the commandments. Come to the light. So that has something to do with obeying the true light or the true Messiah. You have to keep all of his commandments, that his deeds may be made manifest that you are walking God. Okay, so that should help you understand a little more better now what the deal is here with, with belief. And so um, when you turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, um, it says, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers. Now that Greek word is pistos, or pistos. Um, let me see. Uh, let me type this in here and make sure I'm pronouncing this right in the blue letter. Because again, you know, I don't I know a little Hebrew more so than I know a little Greek. So um let's see, I haven't really studied um Greek that well. All right, so let me go to this and hopefully we'll pronounce this right here. <coughs> Seek belief of the believers. Okay, here we go. Strong's G, 4103, Pistas. Yeah, it's Pistas. Pistas. Okay. Pistas. All right. So it's Pistas. So that's how you pronounce that. Now, the Hebrew, let me go back. The Hebrew equivalent to that is Pistas. Yeah, so let me go back here. Is Amman, and that's the Hebrew um, word 539 in the uh, Strauss Concordance. So I'm going to go to H539. H, and this is what we got to do if we don't know the languages. Sometimes we have to do some some research uh, to find out what uh, the uh, Hebrew equivalent to the Greek word that was used. And, and you do that by using uh, these tools that I have. Uh, Genesis 15, verse 6, and he believed, so this is the first occurrence is H539, which is equivalent to the word, uh, I think it's pistas, right, <laughs> which means to have faith, right? And so he believed in the Lord, that's talking about Abraham, and he counted it to him for righteousness. What's the Bible's definition of righteousness? Let's go, go to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. It states plainly, and it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do some, no, all these commandments before the Lord, our God, as he has commanded us. And Abraham did that, despite what people are incorrectly teaching. Genesis 26, verse 5, it states, because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my Torah. So Abraham is called the father of the faithful, and he was a, a complete believer, a true believer, and the Messiah, um, because the Messiah is Yodeh Vahe, and he did get some revelation, not complete revelation, that there would be a Messiah that would die uh, for all of mankind. <clears throat> and he kept uh, his 
charged, even Jews teach this. They teach this that Abraham kept all the Torah, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And so did Adam, because Adam sinned. If he sinned, then he knew what the Torah is, because in 1 John 3, verse 4, it says, sin is the transgression of Torah, of the law. Okay, so I think we start to understand, at least I hope you are. Now, in Numbers chapter 14, verse 11. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long will this people provoke me? And how long? Um, and the Moses said unto him, H5, what is that? Okay. H559, how long will this people provoke me? And how long will it be that, will it be ere they believe me? Okay. So in other words, they didn't want to believe him. And that Hebrew word, uh, Amon, which is equivalent to epistos, um, or that Greek word, uh, is right there. And that, now I'm going to read the rest of this in context. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long will these people provoke me, and how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed them? I will smite them with pestilence. Okay, and then Moses intervenes uh, for them, and he said, hey, um, and so he reminded God that he was... Uh, patient and then in numbers 14 verse 20 and the lord said i have pardoned according to thy word but as i truly live all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the lord because all these men which have seen my glory and my miracles which i did in egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these 10 times have not hearkened to my voice so what does it mean to hearken to his voice let me continue to, to uh, talk about this surely they shall not see the land which i swore unto their fathers neither shall any of them that provoked me see it now, here's the key in verse 24 of Numbers 14. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully, him will I bring into the land where he went, and his seed shall possess it. And then Numbers chapter 30, 32, verse 11 and 12. And it says, uh, 32, 32, Numbers 32. I keep on going to the wrong thing here. Numbers 32, 11, and 12. Surely none of the men that came up out of Egypt from 20 years old and upwards shall see the land which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me. Save Caleb, the son of Jubanai, the Kezanite, and Joshua, the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed the Lord. They kept all of his commandments. You have to completely follow him to be considered a believer, according to the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. So may God bless and keep you. And y'all willing, I'll be available to you next week. Shalom. Peace. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, 
and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.'" 